I'm Allison Van Hooser, and I'm on a sold-out mission to develop highly successful leaders at all levels. In the 15 years I've been working throughout the food, financial, retail industries, and politics, I've become deeply aware of the powerful effects of leadership. In each episode, you will get strategies and actions you can use immediately in order to change you, your team, and your business. The question is, will you choose to own it? Will you put your stake in the ground and decide to do something with what you've learned today? This is Stake, the Leadership Podcast. Hey there, thank you so much for joining me on Stake, the Leadership Podcast. I want to share a story with you all that happened recently. I was in San Antonio, Texas and needed a ride to the airport at 4.30 in the morning. I wasn't sure if I could get an Uber or Lyft at that time, so early in the morning. So I went down to the hotel concierge and asked if they had a shuttle available. The lady was so kind as she explained to me that they didn't have a shuttle service available at that time in the morning, but that she would be more than happy to arrange a taxi for me. She, too, wasn't sure if there would be any ride-sharing app employees available at 4.30 in the morning. So rather than risking my flight, I decided to take her up on her offer to schedule a taxi for me. As I lay in my hotel bed that night playing through how the morning would go, as I always do, I had a few questions. This was my first time using a taxi. I wondered, how would I know if the taxi had arrived at the hotel? You know, when I use a ride-sharing service, I can look on the app and see where my ride is. I wondered who would be my driver. I didn't have any idea if it would be a man or a woman, what color hair they'd have, <laughs> whether or not they'd have a proven track record for being, for being safe and friendly and having a clean car. For the past several years, I've been able to just open my phone and read reviews on a driver, see their picture, see exactly what kind of car they drove. I lay in bed looking at the ceiling feeling like there were a lot of unknowns around this. I remember thinking, I guess this is how people must have felt back in the 1900s before ride-sharing apps. What a crazy time that must have been. The next morning, I'm up before the sun and ready to get home. I go down to the lobby and walk over to the concierge again. I told the employee that the person that was there last night said she would have a taxi for me and asked if they knew anything about that. The employee came out from behind the counter and walked me outside where I saw something that felt like a movie. A yellow cab. Now, you may be listening to this and thinking you have seen or ridden in many yellow cabs in your life, but this was all new to me. I'm sure that I have seen these cabs on the road before, but never has one just pulled up to pick me up. My first thought was, okay, a male driver, I know that much. He sat in the car while I put my bag in the back of the car, which I'm totally cool with. It just popped in my head how different that was than what I'd known otherwise. In my experience with Uber or Lyft, especially if it's a male driver, they'll pull up and at least get out an offer to help me with my luggage. And even though I typically decline the help, I appreciate the gesture nonetheless. This taxi driver didn't offer to help. He just waited in the car for me to get in. Totally cool, just different. When I got in the car, there was a really big, thick piece of plexiglass between the front and back seats and we live in a COVID world so 
I somewhat expected something like that. I had been in ride-sharing app vehicles before where there was uh, like a plastic curtain hanging up. However, (laughs) it was the metal grate that the plexiglass was attached to that totally threw me. Typically with Uber or Lyft, there is nothing like that in the car. It felt a little bit like a police car, honestly. Now, I'm a pretty curious person. If I want to know something, I just ask. So, naturally, after the usual pleasantries, hi, how are you? What's your name? Where are you headed? How long you been doing this? We're pulling out of the hotel, and I asked him what was up with the metal separation between the front and back seats. In my mind, <laughs> I wanted to make sure this wasn't a taxi driver turned serial killer who lures his victims in by thinking they're innocently taking a cab somewhere. But when they realize they're about to be killed, he's put up a cage wall so they can't jump into the front seat seat and try to wreck the car to escape. <laughs> After he told me about all the drunk people he picks up in the middle of the night. I understood that there was no danger here, just a man trying to protect himself from crazy people. As we got closer and closer to the airport, my mind again is just wondering, this is new to me. I began wondering, how am I going to pay? Did he want cash? I didn't have cash. Ride-sharing apps let me use Apple Pay. I started to panic internally a bit. I looked all around the front of the car, at least as far as the cage would let me, and I didn't see anywhere to swipe a card. All I could see were the numbers on the dash rolling higher and higher, telling me how much my bill would be. As we were pulling in, I asked him how I was supposed to pay him for the ride. He kindly responded that he uses Square and I'll be able to swipe my card on his phone. Dodged a bullet. The unknowns. The anxiety of doing something new sometimes. I paid. I shut the door behind me. But as I'm walking to my gate, I'm thinking about just how nice that driver was. I I told him that this was my first time riding in a yellow cab. He shared with me about his family, where he grew up, how much he loved his job. He talked about how he dreamt of retirement with his grandchildren one, one day. The driver was absolutely wonderful. But now... I'm not able to share that with anyone. I can't log into my app and give him a five-star review and tell everyone I know or everyone who gets on there to use him and ask him about his favorite annual festival back home. I hated that. I liked him. I wanted to give him more business, but I couldn't. From the moment I found out I was going to take a real-life yellow taxi to the airport, I had questions and expectations based on all my past experiences with all the ride-sharing apps I have used over the years. You may be wondering which I would prefer now and over a taxi or ride-sharing app, and I would say hands down, I'll still use the app every time I can. Not because it's what I've always done, But because they answer my questions and meet my needs better, I can pick my driver based on other people's reviews. I can decide how long I want to wait for the vehicle to pick me up. I can choose what type of vehicle I want. Plus, paying them is easier and keeping up with receipts is more convenient too. On the plane ride home, I thought about human nature. We all do it. We all compare the people we interact with, the services we use, to our past experiences. 
I compared my yellow cab ride to my experiences with Uber and Lyft. With that being said, let's apply that same thinking to work. As you bring on new employees, as they get to know you and the organization, they're comparing leaders in your organization to leaders they've had in the past. They have certain expectations, whether they realize them or not, certain expectations of the leader based on their personal past experiences. They may have had a leader that gave them feedback more often than you, was more hands-off than you, held their hand more than you, was harder on them than you, and so on. And if they're brand new to the workforce, they're probably comparing you or at least have an expectation of what you will be like based on stories they've heard from other people's experience in the workplace, whether it be their parents, their friends, or their siblings. Here's the question. Do you know your employees' expectations of you so you can make sure that they still want to stay with you in the future? That you can retain them longer, that you can meet their expectations so that they will perform better than you. If you don't, then you may show up with good intentions every single day, but you can't compete with their idea of who they deserve to have as a great leader because you don't know the standard you're competing against. Could it be that you could keep great employees longer if you understood more of what they expected from you as a leader? It's absolutely possible if you ask me. So today, why don't you go ask them? Go ask your employees a question such as, tell me about the best leader you've ever had. A simple question. And you never know. You may get an answer that gives you insight into exactly how to adapt your leadership to win their loyalty. I'm wishing you huge success. Thank you so much for tuning in today. For the links to everything mentioned in this episode, check out the show notes. And if you'd like more practical, tactical leadership development content, go to www.vanhooser.com for my weekly blog and all the links to my social media channels. And if it makes sense to start improving the leadership skills of your managers and supervisors, let's talk about training options for your team. Email me at allison at vanhooser.com. Leaders, Make the choice today to put your stake in the ground and own your leadership success. This is Stake, the Leadership Podcast.